So welcome to another episode of the Betfair Trading Community Podcast. I am here with Martin today. Martin, how are you doing? Hi, Ryan. I'm good. Good as ever. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm liking that Zelda hoodie that you've got on there. Thanks. It's, uh, yeah, I got that quite quite a good deal on those from Zavi, if anyone likes Zelda or any of that kind of stuff. I'm always on that site buying buying kind of memorabilia and stuff. Uh, that's some good sales. That's the good thing. He loves his sales, does Martin. He's so <laughs> we're not sponsored by Zavi, by the way. It sounds like we're sponsored by them then. Um, it'd be good to have a podcast sponsor. Imagine that. Yeah, true. We were spo- at one point. We were sponsored by Smarkets, uh, which was ironic because obviously our name is Betfair <laughs> Trading Community. Um, but yeah, they're quite good actually. I, we got like a free NFL jersey for uh, one of our members uh, who won the fantasy football that we do on the NFL. Uh, so that was good. Um, but yeah. It's, uh, let's, let's, let's try and get a sponsor next time, Ryan. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, it was almost like an Aldi punk, uh, punk IPA. What is that brewery called now that does the punk IPA? Brewdog. They had like a whole beef, but maybe that was like what they were planning to do. But anyway, today's episode, I have been reading, finished it now, a book called Psychology of Money by Morgan Housel. I recommend this book to every trader, no matter what journey, what stage you're at in your trading. It will give you so much good advice and probably will change how you view money, to be honest, and how you view the wealthy and what you do trading. But one of the topics that really sort of hit home in this book was about trading and investing in the stock market and how we could be like the most logical we could have the most logical trading strategy investment strategy that we know will work longer term but short term if that's had losses how on earth do we pull the trigger because we as human beings we are not logical so this got me thinking this would actually be a really, really good podcast episode for me and Martin to sort of powwow on about what we what we do when we've had a string of losses to sort of get back on track and try and give you some real actionable advice. So I'm not going to start with this one. I'm going to make Martin, uh, I'm going to put you in the hot seat right now, Martin. So what do you do to try and be more logical with your strategies once you've had losses? Okay, so... I think first, firstly, what I'll say is it gets easier. Mm-hmm. So I think when you get, obviously I'm a pro trader. So when we get to the pro level, it's a lot easier because you've you've been there and done it so often. And you, you can fully understand that when you go on a bad run, if your strategy is good, if it's a profitable strategy, it will eventually come good, right? You know that over time, over those hundreds, thousands of trades, that you know luck gets cancelled out by skill and skill will override in the end which is why the best traders make money consistently over time and if you notice there's been a lot of traders who've been able to do that for years and years um so that's the first thing i'd say because i think it can be difficult for people because they just think oh this feels horrible um i mean i, I try and give an example right? at the moment i'm i'm learning to drive right very late but i'm learning to drive now Everything about it at the start just feels horrible, right? And most people will feel that way. But eventually, 
it becomes easier, it becomes more natural, and you, you just get used to it. And I think that's what happens with taking the losses in a row. Um, one of the ways I kind of try and counteract it mentally, and I think a lot of it is about the mental side of it here, is don't think about your money as your gambling money. Mm. Think about your money as your investing money. Okay. Now, what the big difference there for me is when I invest money, so let's say I, I put some money into savings, you know, um, I'll invest in the stock market a little bit here and there. Now, when I do that, generally, I just let the trades run. I'm just trying to invest to make money over time. Sometimes I don't even necessarily look for a few days. But I, when I do look, I don't panic. I'm not like, oh, it's gone down 19 pounds or great, it's gone up 50 quid. It's like the reality is that um, basically we've, we've got to invest our money in Betfair trading in the right situations. And if we're doing that, we're going to make money over time. So I think there's, there's obviously a lot of people out there it's a lot of traders out there who they're almost looking at every trade and kind of looking at every trade result too closely. And then if they get a loss, it's panic. You know, oh, no, I had a loss. Whereas the reality is that's, that's a part and parcel of trading. Like with investing any money in anything, there are ups and downs. The only thing that matters is that you get that graph kind of going up like that, Right. So, you know, and if you actually recorded a graph of your trading, if it was a profitable strategy, you would notice it will go like that. And that kind of line that you can draw through it, that is your equity, essentially. That is your edge and your advantage on the market. And so when you can start to think about your money in those terms, rather than, oh, I need to, I need to panic trade by trade to see what happens, then I think it's a lot easier to just go, okay. Now, I'll just say one more thing before I pass it back to Ryan. What you should do is make sure it's money that you can afford to lose, that you've put aside, okay? Because when it's a side pot and you've kind of, you've almost not written off that money, but kind of written that money off the side, you're not, you're not going to be so upset every time you get a loser with it. Because it's essentially, you've put it aside. You can always think that it's no longer your money, right? You're still investing it wisely. Maybe think of it as it's your mate's money, right, that you're investing. And then you use it that way and you try and build that way. And that's something that I've done that I just find really helps with this issue of if you go on a bad run. Well, if it's a side pop, I'm, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count my bankroll as part of my wealth, for example. I just wouldn't. All right. Anyway, I'll hand that over to Ryan. I, there's some really, really stellar points there. So I think the first thing for me to point out is we all lose. Like, it, you know, we, us three at BTC, we'll, we'll have a, a meeting every week to discuss sort of what we're all working on. We all have separate roles in the business and what we're focusing on and, you know, what we're noticed and all these different kind of things. And some of those weeks, we will drop into conversation that we have been losing. Now, we're like over 10 years into Betfair now, and that still happens. I think the first thing to note is we all lose. So that's the first thing that I always get in my head and I get it right in my head. And then the second thing is that I make sure I'm playing my game. So 
I just ask I ask myself the question with those losses as well. Were these are these trades my trades? Are they the way I trade or have I followed somebody else's trading strategy? Because it, the way that everybody trades is different. And it's why I have such that or annoyance why people say, Can you not just show us a live trade? Because it doesn't teach you anything. It teaches you that I know how to click buttons on Betfair. That is literally all it teaches you. It teaches you that I can make money on Betfair. But it doesn't teach you anything. It doesn't give you a strategy or anything like that. So what the big thing for us with this the channel and the podcast and the community is to give you strategies, yes, but actually to give you the why and the what behind that. So that's one of the things that I always think about is does this fit part of my longer-term goal does it fit with my strategy does it fit with the way that i want to trade and then i look back as well steve jobs famously says it's only by looking back can we connect the dots so i look back through the results of that strategy and one of the big changing points for me was exactly what martin said about the graph you uh, you can learn how to do a graph and if you with Excel. And if you really, really rubbish at it, go to Fiverr. You'll be able to pay somebody in India like £3.50 to build you the most amazing looking graph spreadsheet ever. So you just put your results into it and it goes, but then if you can see that, you can look back and see, are you actually growing? So that's just a couple of the things that I do. And then I have really, so a couple of the big sort of aha moments for me were extending the period which I track the results on. So you alluded to this. A lot of people are going, oh, well, I lost today. Okay. But how many investors on the stock market lose every single day? But over the time period of of 20, 30 years have made a significant amount of money. You know, one of the biggest like results in stock market history was the big short where they shorted the housing market. They lost money every single day. The margin calls got bigger and bigger and bigger. And then they ended up making billions and billions and billions of dollars because they stayed true to the strategy and stayed true to their belief. And they didn't just blindly follow that. That's another thing that I want to sort of steer away from. You're not blindly following it. You're, results and your data and the strategies you're doing and the trades you're doing are all backed up by the data and your hypothesis and you're constantly checking. So I try to think about it now in a longer term view. So I go quarter to quarter instead of week to week, day to day, month to month. I'm actually going quarter to quarter with my results to checking that that is the the right thing. And then I can look back over that data and actually see Ah, okay, so that quarter was bad. And then I can I can sort of delve into that. And then that leads me on to the thing that I actually do that made a massive difference was thinking time. You know, I read a book about how we need to give ourselves thinking time and it was a business book, but what I then started to do was every three months I have on the calendar thinking time. It auto recurs, so I, I know that I'm thinking about my trades there. And all I do is I go through my results. It's the only thing I do. I turn notifications off. I move everything away. I set a timer on my um, computer to be like 25 minutes blocks. So I'll do 25 minutes and then I'll have like a five minute 
break, grab a coffee, come back another 25 minutes. And I just go through the results because it doesn't matter then what's happening in that week, that short-term week, by checking the overall picture and going back into that and then thinking about the goal in which I want to achieve with my trading. That just helps me no end. And then that allows me to have the confidence in that strategy and to keep going and to keep pulling the trigger even on those sort of really, really bad days. But what I would also say, my final sort of closing thing to just put a bow and a big cherry on top of this and really wrap it up for you is it doesn't matter if you take a day off. Like it really does not matter. What is the worst thing that is going to happen? You, I, this is one of the things that I wish I could get into traders more, you know, oh, they seem to have this, there's never, there'll never be another trade. Mm. But for football, for example, let's just take football as a sport. How many people have seen a clip of Pele play football? How many people have seen a clip of Diego Maradona? How many people have seen Eusebio? How many people have seen Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, Van Nistelrooy? All of these footballers through multiple generations because football hasn't gone away. It's carried on through all of those times. So there's always going to be another football match. And that's my thoughts. Yeah. And, and I think it's really interesting what you say about business as well there. Because if you think about it, imagine like you were the head of Tesco, right? And you said, how much money have we made? And then the staff, you know, whoever you spoke to, you know, turned around to you and said, oh, we've made, you know, well, we've made about a grand profit today. You say, well, it's not us- that's useless information to me. No business in the world is tracking and worrying about their daily profit. They're looking at it in chunks. Of- There's a reason businesses do everything by quarter, right? There's a reason actually why a lot of stuff's only done yearly. Um, there's a reason these things happen. And the fact is, when you're trading, so if you're in a business, you're actually trading in the business sector. And when you're trading, one day's worth of trading doesn't really tell you anything. It's such a small data point. And this is the same with trading on Betfair. One day's results will tell you nothing. You could be the best trader in the world. I could look at one of your day's results and it's a losing day. You could be the worst trader in the world. I could look at tomorrow's results and you might have had a winning day if i if i took that information and went well they're obviously a brilliant trader and they weren't i'd be so wrong um but this is what we're doing this is what so many traders are doing when they look at their results day to day and get really upset you know i think one of my big things was one of the things i had to get over was when i had a losing day um thinking i would have actually had i would have been better off financially if i'd laid in bed all day and done nothing you know, and that's that's one of those things that I think is one of those hurdles you kind of just have to get around. Um, and Ryan's mentioned this before. I don't think he's mentioned in podcast, but I think I know he's mentioned it to me. Maybe he's mentioned in videos. But actually, sometimes that day of trading will have given you a valuable lesson that is actually worth money. You, you might not be getting money for it right there and then. But in the future, if you use that information properly, it's worth money to you. So losing days can be, you know, educational tools, right? 
But how many people actually think that way rather than, you know, just get upset and throw their toys out of the pram because they've had a losing day? Um, so I think you have to you have to find ways to switch yourself mentally. I mean, one of the things, if you really are struggling with your discipline on a losing day, like Ryan says, the best thing you can do is take a day off, you know, maybe two or three days if you really need to get your head straight again. Um, but trust me, you know, if you've got that passion for Betfair and Betfair trading, within a few days, that passion is relit and you come back fresh, probably a better trader because you've had a little bit of a rest and a break and kind of, you know, got your mind and your thoughts together. Um, sometimes when I used to do that back in the day, when I couldn't take losses as well as I do now, I used to come back two or three days later with a renewed vigor, you know, um, more disciplined than I was before. And I think, mm. I think a lot of it comes down to bad discipline. If you're doing, because I always say, this is the thing I'll kind of, this will be my final point. Then I'll throw over to Ryan just to conclude. But I always say to people, I'd rather have a losing day where I did everything right and I got my money in in value situations and I knew that and got unlucky than I would have a winning day where I traded badly and got lucky. Right. How many people would feel that way? Because so many people say, I mean, it's funny. So many people say to me, oh, well, a win's a win. Well, not really. I'll give you an example from uh, an example away from trading. Right? NFL. Now, if you don't follow American football, I apologize, but we love it here, me and Ryan. And, and this isn't going to matter whether you follow it or not. You can still follow this analogy. Miami Dolphins played their first game this season. They won by one point against a really bad Patriots team who had a, you know, a new a rookie quarterback. So basically never played in the league before. Um, and they really got they got lucky to win it, even that game against that bad team. And people were saying to me, oh, well done, the Dolphins won. Uh, and I was saying, nah, this isn't a good, this isn't a good win. This isn't a good win. And people go, no, it is. A win's a win. All that matters is getting the win. Well, since that day, the Dolphins have now lost four games in a row and they've looked worse every single week. Because I could see the signs that it was one of those situations. They didn't win because they were good. They won because they got lucky and they were playing a very bad team. Now, bringing that back round to Betfair trading, you know, I, the reason I would rather have a losing day knowing I did everything right and just got unlucky is that if I keep doing that over time, I will make money, right? The reason I, would, I don't want a winning day where I make all the bad decisions is because making those bad decisions will cost me money in the long run and I will lose. So sometimes you get lucky in trading and you, and you do something bad or you, you get in a bad situation that you know isn't value. Afterwards, you get lucky and then you go, oh, I'm not going to do that again. Well, you've got to make sure you learn those lessons because if you don't, um, you know, you're going to be in trouble. And I think, you know, when you have a losing day, evaluate it and go, right, did I make the right decisions? And if you did, just move on. There's nothing to see here. That's just variance. That is just variance. It's, it's, you know, it's just luck. There is a luck factor. We know that skill overrides luck, but there is a luck factor. And it's, you know, that's always going to exist. So 
we just have to keep going with the skill. We know that will ride it out over time. But give yourselves a chance. You know, too many people give up on Betfair training because of one bad day. And quite frankly, that's ridiculous because you've got no idea in that short space of time whether you're a good trader or not in the long term. Anyway, I'll hand over to you, Ryan. Well, I mean, you wouldn't give up like a sport after one day. If people did that, there would be no Roger Federer's, there'd be no Emma Rajakanu's, etc. You know, that it is a process. And I think just picking up on one of the points that you said there about how taking a couple of days away from the world of, of Betfair is actually, you come back with a new vigor for it. And I think what happens when you come back is you can see it clearly. So when you are inside of the jar, you cannot read the label. So when you're in that situation, there is so many different things going through your mind you're worrying about the next trade that's kicking off in five minutes. You're worrying about the money that you've just lost. You're worried about checking your stats to make sure that that is okay. Are you, are you doing the right thing? Oh my God, I shouldn't have stayed in play, but I did. Or I, I was supposed to go out at 70 and I didn't, I carried on. And then that's there. And then you're trying to, you tell, you're filling in the blanks with the story that you tell yourself because you're all het up and adrenaline's pumping. By taking yourself away from that situation, give yourself time to to calm down and to come away from that and then when you come back you can actually see it a lot clearer so you're not then going oh okay i've not got all of these signals and all of these things happening it's like what is in front of you is your focus and it's clearer and you can actually focus on that and i think that's really key to to sort of get in your your mind and also it is that papering over the cracks you know like you said with the miami dolphins you know, that one win papers over the cracks. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. I would rather have a losing day, but no, I did everything right and luck just wasn't with me that day. Because that's that's at the, the level, like the macro level that we're at. If we go up a level, we're actually using a sporting event to make money from. That's what we're doing. And there's luck involved in that for both teams, for both players, for whatever you're you're actually doing so i just sort of keep that in mind and just appreciate how far you've come you know that's one of the one of the things i really love on the community on the forum there's two things that i really really like and i really like seeing and the first one is the new feature that we have included which is the member wins now we are quite strict on that you're not posting green screens there it's not like oh wow i did an amazing trade and got 50 percent return on my investment because that could just be you're a bad trader, but you did it on one day. You've turned up well on one day, like just one day. I mean, maybe one in a thousand, I might get one point against Novak Djokovic, okay? It's the same analogy. It's to share those wins, see how far you've come, because it lets us help you, but it also lets you see how far you've come. And the second thing is those progress threads that the members are doing. Members in our community write really detailed blogs they have their own section for it they put what they're doing what their goals are what they want to do and they update that and there is so much gold in those threads so if you are a member that hasn't checked them out yet go and check them out because they are absolutely amazing and i think that's probably the best place to end it martin do you think yeah brilliant thanks ryan